Thank you for joining us for Positively Dad. My name's James Shaw. I'm your host, and you're listening to one of our Dad Talk episodes. We do two episodes every week. On Mondays, we talk to an expert about something that's going to help us grow as, as men or as partners and fathers. And then on Thursdays, we have one of these episodes where I just talk to a dad about being a dad. And I'm excited that you've joined us for this one. I think you're in for a real treat. I started Positively Dad back in March as a resource for dads so that we could grow and get better. My wife, Terry, and I have a seven-year-old. Her name's Naomi. And, you know, when I found out I was going to be a dad seven years ago, I said, I want to be a great one and, and went out and I just didn't see a lot of resources. So finally, I've started this podcast and we're having some great conversations. So I'm going to thank you for listening. I also want to thank you for following us. We're on, on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Just search Positively Dad because uh, we're posting stuff all the time and we love to connect with you there. And you can check out the website, PositivelyDad.com. And today, I'm really, really excited about our conversation that we're going to have. We're going to talk to a dad. His name's Kenny. He goes by Kenny Clutch. And Kenny is the dad of four. He and his wife have four kids. And their youngest kid, Christian, has just had, well, um, it's been a journey. And they've been through some good times and some real low times. Their son, and, and, and Kenny's going to give you the background, their son, though, over the last year has battled cancer, and that battle, though, got the attention of, of many, many people. Uh, the, the singer Sierra heard about it, in fact, uh, visited with his family. Janet Jackson's, you know, retweeted stuff and reposted things about his family. And Kenny and his family have impacted thousands, I mean hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people across this planet with their story. And I'm excited to have him on today. He also has a book coming out that you probably want to run out and get. So, Kenny... We're excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us on Positively Dad. No problem. So tell me a little bit about your family. Um, so we've got a family of four. Um, me and my wife, my wife, uh, Josie. Uh, well, not a family of four. It's six of us, actually. we got four kids. Um, uh, my oldest is 15, uh, Aliana. And uh, then from down there, you got Caleb, who is 10. Javion, who is five, and then of course uh, Christian, which is uh, two years old. Um, so yeah, we're um, we're based out of New Jersey. Um, we're a dance family as well too. So obviously, because I'm the dancing dad, uh, mm-hmm. me and my wife we used to um, we had a dance studio. We actually closed it down earlier this year, but um, but yeah, we had a dance studio called Level Dance Complex, and you know we are um, we're believers in. We just love to spread positivity all over the world as much as we can. Well, and that's what I noticed all over your Instagram. And, I, you know, Kenny, I'm, I'm sure you, I mean, I know you love all your kids. And, and yet your youngest, Christian's the one that's really gotten a lot of attention because of just what yeah. you guys have gone through. Yep. Yep. So tell us yeah. a little bit about that journey. Yeah. So basically, um, Christian was uh, born with uh, trisomy 21, which is uh, Down syndrome. And um, for those that don't know what Down syndrome is, it basically means like each, uh, your average human has 46 chromosomes. And um, with people that have Down syndrome, they have an extra chromosome. They have an extra 21st chromosome. So there's three pairs of the 21st chromosomes, which creates trisomy 21. Um, That happens by, uh, during conception, you know, uh, the man or the woman, one of them may add in an extra chromosome um, when the, the baby is actually formed. Um, when Christian was born, he had a rare blood disorder and um, his platelets were really, really low. Those that don't know what plate, platelets are, they're basically the cells that clot your blood in case you get a cut or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you don't really, um, you know, bleed to death. 
and um with him he had to stay in the in the uh in the NICU for about 10 days after he was born mm -hmm. until his platelets actually rose um they had informed us at the time that he could develop leukemia um at some point in his life because of his rare blood disorder um so we kind of like you know took that with a grain of salt we didn't really want to feed feed that too much attention um but he did get blood work every single week um from the time he was born um for like the first year and then um at some point last uh last spring he had developed these uh these fevers like back to back at first we thought they were he was teething and then um you know they they were a little bit too rare because they were too close together so took him to the doctor um his hematologist said that she wanted to get him a, a second opinion so we took him over to chop in philadelphia um and uh that day that we, we took him over to chop our kids had just got out of school so we were planning a whole like family day um to you know they did well in school that year so we said you know what let's go ahead and plan a family day we'll go take christian to the doctors make sure everything is good and then um you know we'll we'll go about our day and um unfortunately that that day that we went into the hospital we didn't leave for 32 days straight oh. yeah so we had found out that christian was diagnosed with um uh amkl aml amkl they're kind of like united together it's uh it's uh leukemia so um the you know pretty much our worst nightmare had you know come true we didn't expect it or anything like that but uh, we were pre-warned when he was born um from there we uh you know everything changed in our life everything was different now um like your life just kind of like instantly changes like in a second like mm -hmm. that's how fast it happened um we didn't know exactly what to expect um all we all we did was you know we we prayed first and then we then we went ahead and we attacked the situation head on um you know me being a leader and, and the father uh, i had to make sure that my my family's head was on straight and everybody stays stay focused and don't panic um even though this is a crazy situation and we've never been in something like this before you we don't want to panic we don't want to you know um draw any type of negativity um to christian at all and that type of energy can um, very well spill into his butt into his body and we don't want that type of energy around him so my wife and i we um we made sure that we set the atmosphere first and set our mindsets up to um, make sure that inside the hospital room there was a positive atmosphere at all times no matter what and whoever whoever you are you know it was you had to be positive and that's a conscious choice that you have to make. And I imagine took a ton of effort. And I want to ask you a couple of questions mm -hmm. about that. And one is, okay, so the doctors told you it was possible that Christian mm -hmm. could have, could get leukemia. And yet I can't imagine that that prepared you for hearing those words. Yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that at all. Um, to be honest with you, went in one ear, not the other. Mm -hmm. Try to like, those things I, I deem as negative. So I've always had this thing where once I hear something negative, I suppress it right away. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't give it any type of attention. And then you guys go through this process at the hospital and you and your wife and your family make a conscious choice that, look, we're going to have an environment that's positive, one that's uplifting, one that's supportive, one that's going to bring, you know, great energy into this space. How did you do that? Um, well, I'm a dancer. So um, here's the thing. Uh, we actually had to close the dance studio down, obviously, because we had to tend to to Christian, right? And um, 
I like I I train all the time. So I, I wasn't the first seven days that Christian was in the hospital, I wasn't I wasn't training at all. I was, you know, reorganizing our whole life here. Um, back and forth from the hospital and making sure that the kids were okay getting them situated. And day number eight came, I said, Yo, man, I gotta train. Like I gotta I gotta get, you know, get my blood phone because for me I had to stay focused as well too. And dance has always been something positive in my life that that kept me going no matter what so uh what we ended up doing we just turned the camera on and you know we have so many loved ones and family members and stuff like that they want to you know see what's going on just to make sure everything's okay we just wanted to give everybody like you know some positive vibes let them know that everything's going to be fine so i just started dancing for them um number one to so that i can continue to train inside the hospital room, I figured like, yo, if I'm going to be here, <laughs> you know, then um, I might as well do something. I'm not just going to stay stuck in a room watching TV all day and, um, you know, seeing the doctors come in and out, in and out and not do nothing. Um, if I can't be, you know, if I'm disconnected from the world pretty much, then, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start dancing. And when right. I did, he, uh, you know, he started, he started jumping around. He started loving what I was doing and, um, you know, we posted it on on Facebook and Instagram, and that kind of started the journey, um, you know, all the way through because we started seeing how people were responding to it, and we were actually helping people in the middle of our own um, issues going going on. We started helping more people and dealing with whatever situation that they were going through, and they saw me and Christian dancing as a positive thing to help uplift them as well too. So that's how it kind of got started, and we, and we just kept it going. Yeah, I mean, if I've watched so many of them, a bunch of them over and over and over. The one that you posted with, um, with the boys to men song, I'm telling you, I've watched <laughs> yeah. it like 52 <laughs> times. Right, it's so fun. So, and and by the way, I mean, people can follow you. You're happy to have them follow you. Kenny Clutch underscore right is your Instagram. Absolutely. And yeah, and um, and and what I noticed in watching those was just he does yours. He he just lights up. He yeah. absolutely lights up. And and there was one of those videos that you posted that really became a big deal and had a huge impact on you guys in the last year. Tell us about that. Yeah, so that was the Sierra Level Up song um, that we did. And what happened was that was actually day number 32 um, of, you know, the end of his first round of chemotherapy. And um, what happened that day, our, our dance our dance studio was called Level Dance Complex. And the name of the song was um, Level Up. So kind of like, you know, um, you know, they went together. And um, from there, we had went to, I had, I, we had seen that his blood levels and his uh, his A&C levels had went up. So the doctors that came to us at 730 in the morning said, listen, you guys are going home. So immediately, um, you know, my wife, now you ever seen one of those, uh, those cartoons where the with the cartoons are they're they're throwing all the clothes inside the book bag or inside the the, the suitcase really really quick, fast like over their just, heads like that yeah, was yeah just getting out was, of there just getting out of there yeah that was that was me mm -hmm. and my wife we were we were zooming out and we said yo let's let's record this video um to the level up song because it kind of goes with our you know our studio and his levels went up so we had hashtag level up challenge and I didn't even know that Sierra had a level up challenge to be honest with you. I was just doing it because of my, my dance studio. So I'm thinking that it's going to be our regular, you know, couple thousand hits on, on the, um, on Instagram. And then the next thing I know, before I went to sleep, there was 800,000 hits, you know, <laughs> on, on that, on that one video. And by the time I got to the studio the next day, 
to train, there it was over a million, and Sierra had reposted it. She commented on on our video, um, her and Russell Wilson. And the next day, literally the next day, I get a call from the BBC News, the Italian News, CBS, NBC, you know, Fox. Every radio station was calling about you know our story, and we were all over the place. So it it was amazing. That was now that that one video on all social media platforms has got over a hundred million hits. A hundred million views. And so if you're one yeah. of the few people that hasn't seen it yet, go watch, right? Because it's it will it will make you smile and what a cool day to be able to go home. So how's your son doing now? Oh he's doing awesome now. He is um nine months cancer free. Um that's which great. Is super awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we actually cut his recovery time in half. Um he was supposed to be in there like maybe a little over 300 days and um, the positive energy, we, we, we actually started um, cutting that recovery time in half. Like after round one, that round one was his longest oh. round being in the hospital. And then after that, every round after that was, um, was cut in half. He was expected to be in there three or four weeks. We would be in there two weeks and, and we're done. So I just, I just knew that the energy that we were giving in the room was, super important for for us to to get out of there and get this thing done and over with well it was life-changing it sounds like absolutely absolutely what's it like to be in the hospital over and over i mean hey there so so fun (laughs) there he is right here yeah there you go we're so excited to have him on too what's it like to be in a hospital and i have to stay focused on being so positive and keeping it up because that is not the hospital environment the hospital environment is we come in and tell you all the stuff that's wrong so how right. did you guys do that? Because I know we've got listeners that are going through something now or, or, or have been through it or who knows, heaven forbid, they may go through it. How did you guys yeah. as a family keep your mindset so positive? Well, like you said, like, number one, everything starts with the mindset, right? Um, I view everything like this. Everything that's negative in your life is like having like a messy room like when you're a kid. And when you're in that room, it's like you can never find anything. Like you don't know where everything is at. But once you clean your room, you know, everything seems a little bit more clear. So imagine like you walking in your room, you keep tripping over the same clothes or the same box or that same toy when you're a kid, you know, and you can't find nothing. And then once you move out, out of all that stuff out of the way and you clean and you put everything in its rightful place, you're not tripping anymore. You're not, you know, um, you know, going through, you know, the rough times or anything like that. So what we had to do, we had to we had to make sure that our mindset was, was clear and set on all positive things. We look at it like this. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow will worry about itself. And today is all we have, right? So if today is all we have, why not make it the best day possible? Because we don't know what, what tomorrow is going to bring at all. We didn't know that our son had leukemia. Like, we didn't know this. We didn't know that we were going to be in the hospital for 32 days after coming out. We don't, we don't know. So we, we, we set our minds to where it's like, you know, we have to make sure that we um, make this the best day possible or whatever, no matter what. Yeah, we, there's, a, there's this, this thing that's going on called cancer, and, and, and our son is, is dealing with it right now. But we're also dealing with it, too. So let me make sure that as the man, as the head honcho or whatever of our family, that everybody is on the same page and we are all on one accord and let's laugh, let's have fun, let's, you know, let's pray, let's do everything that we're supposed to do and be grateful for the fact that we at least, you know, have life and we have breath. 
And I say this all the time. When you change the mind, you change the game. So it's kind of the mindset that we went into with it. Well, that's amazing. And what I'm interested to hear about is, I mean, all the focus I imagine is going in on Christian and you're working with them and here, listening to doctors and doing tests and you and your wife have got to be having conversations with each other about what to do. Yeah. And then you've got three other kids. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. just talk about what that was like. Yeah. I mean, that was the, that was one of the most challenging parts of the entire situation. Um, see, I did a lot of the, you know, I still had to make money. Right. And then I still had to take care of my kids. My kids didn't really have that great of a, um, summer, you know, they had to stay at grandma's house and, um, you know, my, at the time, my, uh, Javion, who's five now, he was four at the time. It was really, really hard on him because, you know, he, he wants mommy and daddy, you know, all the time. And he gets a little emotional, whatever, when he's away from us. And, um, that was, that was really hard for us, you know? So it was, you know, so what we did, we had to make sure that we, um, we had to do, you know, a lot of time management, um, try to see if like, we, we had a big support system pretty much. Um, you know, if, if my mom or uh or my or if my wife's sisters would come and and watch uh Christian for a little bit while we go spend time with the other kids you know we had a a good team that that helped us out to um to make sure that we were giving our kids the same, the 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 attention that they need as well too because that's that's unfair to them as well you know but they understood for the most part that we couldn't do every single day with them because we had to make sure that um everything was going okay inside the hospital room but it was super super important that my mom or the, the whole family just you know everybody came together and it was it was going to be a team effort um and even for me and my wife you know like it was you know what about me and her what about our relationship you know what about us and and, and building us as well too so there were times where we're like all right we need a date <laughs> we need a break or something like that you know just to kind of get our mind um, refocused on, on our relationship and our marriage as well. So, um, my, the oldest, uh, Aliana, she, she really, you know, pitched in for us. She really like, you know, helped us out with the younger, with the younger two boys. And, um, and, and she was the big sister. So she was super responsible and, and helping us in everything that we needed. Um, it was challenging. It was, I'm not going to say every single day was like a glorious one, but, um, more positive days than than the the ones that that kind of brought us down so and even when they did bring us down we, we still made sure that we didn't um you know go into the next day with that same attitude yeah and you've i mean you've taken this experience from the last year and really used it to help other people and help mm -hmm. them stay positive and keep moving in the right way in fact you're you've got a book coming out i think and and yes. you know just really i guess what would you share because you it, it I guess the book has, you know, four ways to overcome adversity and you've done that. Yes. What are some mm -hmm. tips that you would share with the parents who are listening about how to overcome adversity? Well, number one, as I say in my book, um, number one is the mindset. Number two is your identity. Number three is the battle. Then number four is the victory. And if you go to number one, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. So getting that mindset ready is is super important. It's like preparing dinner. You know, you if you're preparing, you got guests coming over, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's you got to prepare. You got to make sure that your mindset is right. It's important for you personally, you know, not you and your spouse or whatever, but you personally um, to make sure that your mind is set. Because you're, if you're not if you're not right, then you can't be right for anybody else. 
Right. Well, you're only going to grow. I mean, your world and your right. life is only going to grow to the extent that you grow. So you got to work Absolutely. on you first. Yeah. You got to work on you first. I say this all the time. You got to build your house first. You got mm-hmm. everybody's got tools, right? Everybody's got tools, but a lot of people tend to um, to give their tools away to people um, too quickly before their house is even built. You know, so you got to build your house first because if you want people to come come into your home, how are you going to have a home if you if you're not if you haven't built your house if you gave all your tools away? You know, so. Building your house first is, is super, super important. And the second thing is your identity. You got to know who you are. You know, sometimes it's okay to have a little cockiness to you to be like, yo, like I'm, I am all that. I am great. These are just words of affirmation. Um, continue to tell yourself who you truly are. Don't allow the negative, the, the negativity to, um, to define who you are. You got to know, like, you know, from the rip, like, this is who you are. I'm not taking no mess or anything like that. And, I'm, I'm going to grow. I know who I am. I know what I was born to do. I know I'm great. Like you continue to tell you that, tell yourself that over and over and over and over again until it's like a broken record. Right. Right. Well, Once then you those, believe it. Yeah. I mean, I, somebody yeah, told me one time, it. someone said, it's okay to have ego. She mm-hmm. said, the question is, are you serving your ego or is your ego serving you? Absolutely. And yeah. So, I mean, you should be confident in yourself and cause, cause you know, however you see yourself is how you'll show up. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like if I if I went in there with the attitude of, oh my God, my son this and my son like poor my 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 you know, crying over my son the entire time. I'm not saying that I didn't cry, I did, mm-hmm. but right. it didn't last long. You know, I, I got it out and I kept it moving, like, okay. But I can't go in there with that attitude every single day. At some point it's gotta click. At some point you gotta say, yo, like let's let's rock and roll here, you know? Like I mean if you think about it, like Think about it, like I'm I'm a, I'm a big football fan. So teams they take a week to prepare for a um for a game. So if they're preparing for the game and they're going through they're they're, they're setting the atmosphere, they know who they are, and then it comes time for for the game. Now it's battle time. Like let's go. Like you can't be sitting there harping on last week's loss or anything like that. I, I look at it like this: my priorities are worth more than my past. So I have to continue to, you know, move forward and focus in on my priorities and, and move forward from there. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you, it sounds like you've done that. What, what is it if if there if if I mean, I'm sure people reach out to you and go, "Hey, this is going on in my family. What do you yeah. recommend?" I mean, what do you tell people? Um, number one, I always kind of ask them. Like, I know everybody has like a different belief. Um, I'm not like a. I don't do necessarily. Uh, religion because it can be very very hypocritical um but i believe in god you know and i I believe that number one you have to have your spirituality right first um you have to be connected or whatever with god in, in in some way um and you have to build that that relationship a lot of times people come to me especially if we're dealing with talking about marriages and stuff and whatever it is that they're going through they're like you know or i'll give you an example um there's a woman who um, her daughter, uh, her brain was uh, deformed um, when she came out. So she had her head was deformed and um, her and her boyfriend, they, they didn't, um, the boyfriend, the man, he didn't uh, think that that was truly his child. Um, so she came to me um, asking and seeking advice or whatever on what to do um, with their relationship. I said, well, number one, that, you know, that's his child. He should take care of his child. That's number one. But for you two, um, 
you know, if you're doing things out of order, then things are always going to be out of order. I mean, it's plain and simple. You got to do things in order. And number one, if, if God is in the center of your life, then everything will balance itself out. Otherwise, you're going to be in a seesaw all the time. You're always going to go back and forth. You're always going to go up and down. That's the first thing that I tell them. Secondly, you know, like I, I'm, I'm a big uh, believer in getting yourself up fresh and ready in the morning. Again, it goes back to the mindset. If I'm getting up at four in the morning, get myself together, get my mind right um, before I go out into the world. I read a lot, you know, more now than I have before um, when I was a teenager. But I'm, I read a lot. I, I, I focus in, in trying to prepare my mind because our mind is, is, is one of the biggest things that we have in our body to, um, to move forward. So I always tell them that. And lastly, continue to push forward because your adversity sometimes may be your gift. And what it is that you go through in life um, can ultimately be uh, helpful to serve someone else. Um, and I'm the perfect example for that. The adversity that me and my family went through what is now serving other people. And I'm, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm, you know, more than just a dancer now. You know, it's, it's, it, I'm dancer, teacher, motivational speaker. I'm going out and I'm, I'm putting, I'm using the adversity that we went through um, to help elevate other people in life. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. You're a year ago. This was, this was not what you expected your life to look no, like. No, not at all. Right, not at all. Yeah. Tell us, tell I, us a little bit about how we can get the book, where we can find it, all that kind of stuff. Yes. So August fourth, it will it will be released on Amazon. August fourth. So you can just click on there's a there's a um a link on my website. If you go to kennyclutchspeaks.com backslash rebuild dash rebrand dash reclaim that's kennyclutchspeaks.com backslash rebuild dash rebrand dash reclaim the book is going to be right there there's a link that goes straight to amazon and you can go ahead and you can get the uh you can get on your kindle for the ebook or you can go ahead and, and grab the actual physical copy um for the book as well too awesome well listen kenny i appreciate you taking the time out to join us and you know congratulations to your family right now everybody's healthy right Yes, yes, everybody's healthy, happy, and you're rocking and rolling. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you adding so much value to everybody who listened. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, follow Kenny on Instagram because the it will bring a smile to your day. And go watch some of the videos from a year or so ago, and um, you know it'll really make you feel good. I think you did. You didn't you guys get to meet Janet Jackson? We didn't meet Janet. She did repost our video. Okay. Um, and I'm 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 cool with one of with. Uh, you know, her manager, Joey Harris, who, who follows me as well, too. So, um, so yeah, so she, we did a video, I think, uh, I forget the name of the song that she had, um, uh, made for now. That's what she had out uh -huh. there last year, last summer. So we had did that song and then she went ahead and reposted it. So that was pretty cool. We were on the Steve Harvey show, um, as well, too. That's awesome. Well, now yeah. you've been on Positively Dad, so you can add that to the resume. Yes. And yes, uh, that'll, I mean, if that doesn't get you somewhere, I don't know what does. Kenny, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. What a story. What a story of perseverance. What a story of, of keeping a positive attitude in the dark times. And he's giving you some great things. You know, we don't want anyone to ever hear those words, your child has cancer. You don't want to hear that. And yet, there are families that hear it every single day. 
And to be able to hear from from Kenny's story with his family and learn from that, you know, I hope that that just gives you some inspiration to be able to move forward, to to stay positive, and and just keep moving in the right direction during a time that's got to be one of the most challenging that you could ever, ever, ever experience. So, Kenny, I want to thank you for what you're doing and all, all you've done to help people. And I'm going to tell all of us listening, follow him on Instagram. It's, it's uh, Kenny Clutch underscore on Instagram. Just go find him. His stuff is great. He's a great dancer too. And, and Christian is a joy to watch. And his whole family is just, it's, they're fun to follow. So I would encourage you to do that. While you're doing it as well, follow us, Positively Dad. We're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, maybe you know someone that should hear this message. Would you share it with them? And, and maybe even subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening so that you can hear updates or hear our episodes as they come out over time. We do two a week. And, and if you really liked it, would you rate us wherever you're listening? Five stars would be awesome. And maybe leave a comment. We would so appreciate it. Again, I want to thank Kenny for being on. I want to thank all of you for listening. And we'll see you next time on Positively Dead. Have a good one. Bye-bye.